Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Fib! That's now our name. The Big Fib! show's still the same. The Big Fib! Let's play the game. The Big Fib! We're still on fire, busting liars. From Spout Spring, Virginia, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the intelligent and friendly bio-indicators of truth and the breathless, snotty blowholes of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa whose name stands for Live In-Studio Audience. Lisa, are are you clipping your toenails? Why, yes. (laughs) Yes, I am. Well, that's kind of disgusting. Yeah, it would be if I had human toenails. Can you imagine if you were clipping your old human nail cells right here in the studio? That would be disgusting. <laughs> I am simply decampering the grade 430 stainless steel excess at the edges of my end effectors, or as you would call them, robotic hands. Your simple human optics translate this operation as nail clipping, but it's a much finer procedure than that. Fascinating. Okay, well, you're going to have to finish up after the show. So can you please tell us how our game works? Listen, here's how it's going to go. Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. At least we hope that's that's our whole premise. <laughs> what are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about dolphins. Highly intelligent mammals that live in water but breathe air from a spout on the top of their heads. Lisa, what do you know about dolphins? Oh, I know that dolphins are highly intelligent mammals that live in water. I I just said that. Uh, Well, I also know that they breathe air from a spout at the top of their heads. Uh, Okay, I'm guessing you're going to learn a lot about dolphins today, so let's start learning about our contestant. We're not going to learn anything else about dolphins until I tell you about our contestant. That's exactly... Forget it. Lisa, please tell us about our contestant today. Our human child contestant is an eight-year-old who creates comic series, Joaquin Michaels. Hello. Hey, Joaquin. How are you? Good. How are you? Very well. Thank you for asking. Please, please tell us about these comic series. What are they? Um, so I'm making two. One is called Super French Frying Friends. The <laughs> other is called Bakery Buds. They're all foods with big eyes and... 
mouths right. and capes, but they don't have legs or hands. So just to be clear, you go around the house with a marker and you draw big eyes on food? I draw the eyes on the paper and then draw the food. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So you don't draw on the food? No, that would just be mean to the food. Good point. Food abuse! Food abuse. <laughs> All right, Joaquin, we want to learn a few more fun facts about you, but we're going to do it playing our big fib game, Two Truths and a Lie, you are going to tell us three facts about yourself. And we have to guess which one of those facts is actually a lie. Joaquin, what are your three facts? I'm allergic to plants. I wore winter boots every day for two years. Oh. I once broke my arm. Oh, my gosh. Well, what do you think, Lisa? All right. He claims... What was the first one? I'm allergic to plants. Well, okay, that can't be true because I know there are plants. And then if there were if there were plants, which there are, then he would be sneezing right now and just covered in gross human snot. So I don't even have to go through the other ones because there are plants and because he says he's allergic to them and because he's not sneezing, then that therefore is the lie. I see. I don't think what I was following. What if it's a certain but... type of plant? <laughs> what? You didn't say that. Well, let's see. Let's reveal. Joaquin, which one of those facts is actually a lie? I never broke my arm. Oh, thank goodness. But that means that you are allergic to plants? Um, certain types. I see. Like, in, oh. like when I'm camping, yes. some types of plants make me ha- get a rash. So. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. like poison ivy? Yeah. Oh. Correct. Yeah. That's the that one makes that sense. it started with. <laughs> That's how you knew you were allergic to plants. Not very many people fool Lisa. So I think... Well, I just want to... I No, I am making an official complaint with the True yes. Truths and a Lie Committee. Uh, I think I was misled, and uh, I am making an official complaint. I'm going to submit it on Monday. Okay. Well, your ticket will be reviewed once we receive it. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. All right. So our first expert is Nick Pineson. Nick, please introduce yourself to Joaquin. Uh, Hi, Joaquin. My name is Nick Pineson. I'm an expert on the evolution of marine mammals, including dolphins. Thank you very much, Nick. Let's meet our second expert, Yvette Zorich. Yvette, please introduce yourself to Joaquin. Hi, Joaquin. My name is Yvette Zorich, and I'm an aquatic vet at the Cincinnati Zoo. Whoa. All right. Thank you very much. I hear the sound waves of signature whistles. Then I think you need to get your hearing tested because I'm playing my fan favorite files to let you know it's hot seat time. (laughs) That is correct. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Joaquin's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Nick Pison, because he's the son of Pi, <laughs> and I love Pi. Nick, say hi to your parents for me. Hi, Pi. <laughs> That's a good reason. I like that reason. Okay, so Joaquin, go ahead with your first question for Nick. Nick, what made you work with dolphins? Oh, wow. Um, so I guess it was kind of a fluke. Uh, you know, tough audience here, man. Uh, <laughs> I I think they're really interesting animals that uh, tell us a lot about 
how biology works when uh, you have a mammal that lives in the water how they swim, how they eat, how they breathe. I think those are all really interesting questions. And as a scientist, that's kind of what you do is answer questions about how life is. Very good. Joaquin, take it away. This one's for Eva. Um, what traits do dolphins have that most people don't know about? Ooh. Oh, they can eat lollipops and they <laughs> love hoopa stank. <laughs> Mm, I don't know what that is, but I'm pretty sure that is incorrect. Poopastank, it was a hit 90s band. (laughs) Yeah, dolphins love it. All right, let's hear what Yvette has to say. Um, Well, actually, my favorite trait about dolphins is that they love their mothers. So you can see when the babies are with their mom because they follow right under them, and it's very sweet and charming. And also, they never chew their food. They just swallow it, and they're kind (gasps) of disgusting also. (laughs) But don't they have teeth? They do have teeth, but they just swallow everything whole. Like they guzzle it down and it's very unattractive, but very funny. They have teeth, but they don't care about teeth. They don't care about any teeth. No, they don't have time for teeth. Teeth are just boring for them. Exactly. Yeah, like if you're a dolphin, you're like, oh, what are these weird things in my mouth? Oh, don't care. (laughs) Over it. That's exactly what they're thinking. (laughs) This one's for both of you. Tell me what a typical day at your job work at work looks like for you. Who would like to start? I can. Ladies first, I guess. Okay. Um, (laughs) So um, I go straight into usually the dolphins. Um, I make sure that their water is clean. I feed them. I take their vitals to make sure that everyone is um, up to date and good. Um, I give them their vitamins. And then I also go and take care of the otters. And then I take care of the sea lions. Those are my order of the day. You know the expression dolphins before sea lions. <laughs> I, I did not know that yeah, expression. That's where no. it comes I don't from. think that's a thing. <laughs> it might not I be a thing. I did, well, you guys Maybe need to read that. more aquatic mammal blogs. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Um, so I don't have a normal day at work. I work at a museum and we, we have a lot of the bones of dolphins that, um, some of which unfortunately stranded on a beach and we get to collect their skeleton or, um, if you find their fossils, you get to uh, put their fossils into a museum. So we study a lot of the details of their anatomy and try to reconstruct and know something about how they lived. Uh, And I also have colleagues who study living dolphins and they use a a whole bunch of different um, technology to do that. Uh, People are even using drones these days to uh, get a bird's eye view of the lives of these animals. Um, this one's for both of you. Tell me something embarrassing that happened to you during your job. Embarrassing? Oh my, okay. Uh, I I think I'll go first because it's really embarrassing. You know, the one thing in in a museum, you're supposed to take care of the specimens and uh, you want to make sure that other people can look at them in the future. Talking. I know where this is leading. Oh, you do? Can you, can you guess? I think I might. Can you guess? Well, so what happened, uh, and this happened a few times, I have broken uh, a specimen or two. And um, the worst was um, taking a photo of a specimen, and I had it all kind of uh, staged up, and it rolled off the table and shattered oh, no. on the floor. Oh! And the worst thing was, it wasn't even a specimen that um, belonged to our museum's collection. It belonged to a colleague. So I, um, boy, if you've ever felt 
uh, oh, embarrassed no. or and ashamed. That was the moment. Uh, oh. Yeah. Did you it, use it, glue to fix it? I Good did. question. Yeah, I always. One of the things I say is, there's you know, <laughs> glue. There's, there's always glue. Glue fixes every problem. Yeah, that's I true. Think, I think that's true too. If dolphins had glue, they would use it all the time. It's they like, would have no. Oh problems. no! I broke my bone. Let's use glue. Uh, wait a minute. I totally agree. Can glue fix glue shortages? Oh. That's deep. Good question. Like, if you don't have any glue, yeah. glue can't fix that. Yeah, that's true. I got you. Mm. If the world falls apart, let's just use glue. Yeah, yeah. That is embarrassing. I'm sorry. Clearly, that haunts you to this day, Nick. So I am sorry. I learned my lesson. Yeah. 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 Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Yvette, how about you? Oh, this was my first day on the job. I was getting a tour and I wanted to make a good impression. So I was wearing a very cute dress and these very cute heels. And they took me across. We had these metal grates across um, the uh, tanks. And as I was walking across the grate, my heel got stuck and I fell (gasps) into the dolphin tank. That was my, my, I fell all the way in. Completely soaked. Oh my gosh. They let me go home and change, but <laughs> I was the new girl and everyone knew who I was in the entire zoo. Oh so. no. Yep, very cool. That's why you never heel, wear heels to and I haven't since. a new job. Never yeah. That's, ever. That works with any seal um, it, life. In any yeah. situation. You'll always trip on something and then fall into the tank. Every we time. We are learning so much. Great life lessons, I have to say, in this episode. Thank you. Both of you, what do they do that makes them so smart? Mm. Do they have big brains? Mm. Can they do math? <laughs> like, make um a waterproof pen, some waterproof paper, and then write on it. Write math questions. And then see if they can answer the math question. So, yes, I think all of that leads up to the big grand question. What is it that makes dolphins so smart? Right, Joaquin? That's what we want to know. Very good. Okay, take it away, experts. I think it's because they have big brains and they live uh, complex lives uh, a lot like us. And um, scientists have actually done tests to look and see if they can recognize themselves in the mirror. That's a a test that we think a lot of the smartest animals can pass. How do you know they're recognizing themselves? Do they wave at themselves and say, (laughs) hey, I know you? They tag themselves on Instagram. Yeah, those are all easy answers. Uh, What they do is they mark, they, they do a test where they use a marker that's, that's can be seen underwater and they touch the dolphin on their head. And then they see, see if the dolphin then goes to the mirror to look at itself in the mirror and and kind of look for that pen mark. Cool. Um, Yeah. It's kind of a neat experiment. And Yvette, do you, uh, do you have any examples of dolphins uh, behaving in a, in an, in an intelligent way? What I think is really awesome and showing of dolphins is they're very empathetic. Um, If they have another injured dolphin in their pod, uh, they will take care of it, which is really not all animals do that. A lot of times they will just leave the sick or injured animal because it'll bring down the herd. But dolphins will actually take care of the elderly and the, the injured and the babies, which is like really, I think, a human trait. And they do have huge brains. Oh, this is for both of you. Did you name any dolphins that you worked with? Oh. For Nick, did you name any dolphin skeletons? <laughs> yeah, I did, actually. That's a great question. Really? Um, yeah, there's a, uh, with some colleagues, we named a species of extinct river dolphin. And we named Ooh. it Isminia panamensis um, because it Ooh. was found in the country of Panama. What I was meaning is, like, did you name them, like, Gary or... Uh, we, yeah, we, I think everybody has their own pet name for it, but um, 
yeah, yeah uh, Izzy. Yeah, Chaz. <laughs> Chad. What's That's Chad? A good yeah, one. We don't. We, I try to. I guess um, we don't really give pet names in in the museum world for a lot of our uh, specimens. So you should sometime. Yeah, you, yeah. you kind of lose. You get bored for sure, and then you'd lose. Uh, you'd be hard. It's harder to organize. Find it. a dolphin. Find a dolphin skull. Make it talk and say, "Hello, I'm Getty." Oh, I do that all the time. I just don't. I just don't share it with the public. Um, I personally have not named any of the uh, creatures at our zoo. Unfortunately, um, they've all been here since I started. Um, but that is one of my goals. Maybe we'll have some baby baby dolphins, and I'll get to name one. What should I name one? Chaz. <laughs> hey, I'm Chaz the Dolphin. I'm here to rock out the hits of the seventies. <laughs> nice. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust, Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. It's time for the Shorts on Fire round, when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Experts, take a deep breath before you dive into this round. All right, Joaquin, let's start with Nick. You're going to ask your Shorts on Fire questions now. Go. 
How many species of dolphins are there? Dozens and dozens. I think there's over 40 species. How do dolphins stay warm in cold water? Oh, well, dolphins are mammals, so they they already have warm body temperature, and they also have a, a layer of blubber to keep them warm. On which part of the dolphin's head can you find the blowhole? Ooh, right on the top. Uh, it's kind of in between the eyes, which is really different from most mammals. Which dolphin can you find in the Arctic? There's a few you can find in the Arctic, but I think the uh, classic one is probably going to be a beluga or even a narwhal. Can dolphins see colors? Uh, I think dolphins have lost the ability to see color. I don't think they have those cones in their retinas. What is the difference between a dolphin and a porpoise? Dolphins have a snout that's more like a beak, and porpoises have a rounded face. Uh, They also have different shaped teeth. Dolphins have more peg-like teeth, and porpoises have uh, blade-like teeth. And that is time. That's all. Uh, go, listen, no more time, okay? You're being greedy. <laughs> no more time. Very good. Okay, we are going to reset the timer, Lisa, aren't we? Uh, you know what? It was on my to-do list. I'll move it up. Let's do it now. Okay, Joaquin, please ask Yvette your shorts on fire questions. Now, how long can dolphins stay underwater? That's a good one. Most dolphins can stay underwater about four hours. What do you call a baby dolphin? A calf, but I call them cute. <laughs> Which playful dolphins earn their name for the high jumping twirls they take out of the water? The Australian boomerang dolphin. They're very awesome. Dolphins are the messengers of which Greek god? Um, Poseidon. I was I was gonna say Aquaman, but it's Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> How do dolphins sleep in the water without drowning? So, like I said before, they can hold their breath for about four hours. So they usually sleep about four hours. They come back up, they eat a little bit, and then they go back under and sleep about another four hours. What is another word for a dolphin's jaw? Oh, um, it's a snoot. Can we pet dolphins? Definitely not in the wild. Um, There are some places, like I said before, that you can feed dolphins and swim with dolphins, but only when there's a trainer there to advise it. And that is time. That's all the time, okay? Woo is right. My goodness, excellent. One of you is a definitive expert. (laughs) Okay, sorry. It is decision time. It's time to discover whose facts were more like flukes. Joaquin, who do you think is our big fibber? Nick. <gasps> Why do you think Nick is our fibber? Yeah, what's up? Because he said something about his job being science, like a, being a scientist about um, dolphins. <laughs> studying dolphins, but then he said he works at a museum. Mm. And so everything else after that was just nonsense. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Mm. Nonsense. Okay. Very good. All right. Will the actual dolphins expert please tell us who you are? Uh, It's me, actually. Oh! That is correct. Nick Pienson is a paleontologist, which is a scientist who studies how dolphins and other marine mammals evolved. Oh, dear. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to cover all those facts, though. So, Nick, what lies did Yvette spout? 
Oh, uh, the boomerang dolphin was great. That was that was a quality <laughs> one. I, um, it's uh, a spinner dolphin, I think, is the one. That right, you were that's about. correct. The dolphin that jumps up really high and twirls around is the spinner dolphin. Good one. And Nick, can you explain to us this this disconnect between science and museums? Yeah, so I, I work at the Smithsonian's National Museum of Natural History here in Washington D.C. So the Smithsonian has 150 million things, objects. A lot of them are museum specimens, uh, including skeletons of dolphins that have washed up. And we we keep their skeletons because they're really useful for a variety of questions, including questions that we may not have asked. And that's why we keep all these things, because people can still find them useful in the future. Uh, and my, my specialty is looking at their evolution by looking for their fossils. And you broke some of the fossils? Yeah, yeah I'd, I'm like that really ashamed happens. to admit it, but oh, I think it's good that, that kids know that adults make mistakes sometimes and and they um, fess to it, you know? That's true, but if anybody then tunes into the podcast and they find out, will you be fired the next day? Because <laughs> he fired the intern. Th- yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. My student did. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Yvette, tell us what lies you told that would make anyone blubber. <laughs> Ooh, the staying underwater for four hours, they can only stay underwater for like 20 minutes. Oh, and, no. Yeah. Well, then how do they sleep? Then they don't so they like shut down half of their brain and their <gasps> other half stays awake and they like watch from like one eye. Um, but yeah, it's only like 20 minutes. That's creepy. Wow, I would have thought that was the lie. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so it's like sleep, go up, eat, sleep, go right. up, eat. <laughs> um, the dolphin's jaw is not called a snoot. Oh, yeah, that's I just so... think it's a really, <laughs> I call my dog snoots, yeah. but. Oh, that's um, And then they're, the reason why they, what happens when they get scarred, I think they like regenerate really well, but I just said they turn pink and I didn't really know. Oh, I thought that was a great <laughs> was lie. A yeah, their bellies turn <laughs> yeah. pink. I was like, wow, that's really good. That's right. They, their cells pink. regenerate. Their cells regenerate really quickly. And to go back to the jaw, dolphin's jaw is called a, do you know this, Nick? Mandible. Uh, I mean, there's a lower jaw. Um, oh, the mandible. That's very that's, specific. That's a really specific I was, term. Yeah, it's or beak is kind of the general. Oh, yeah, the yeah, that's pro term. Yeah. Which you use, Nick. You actually called it a beak. And I was like, uh-oh. They're going to know. <laughs> Right. (laughs) I just call it a snoot. (laughs) All right. Well, it's time to come up to the surface now. Thanks to our contestant, Joaquin, who used echolocation to track lies. (laughs) And thank you to our expert and liar, Nick and Yvette, and to Lisa for the orchestra of sounds. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where finding the truth is our higher corpus. <laughs> the Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa and find out how you can participate. And follow us on social media at the Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. Also remember, never talk to dolphins about their teeth because they just don't care. (laughs) Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! 
The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.